Hi everyone, just back here at the Jupiter Silva podcast show. Me and my friend Tim Chase, we start again now on a different way this morning, heading up to Manchester to see Fred. But before them, we are going to talk a little bit about Arsenal, something that happened last week as let's see what's the news from this show today. How are you, Ching? Good morning. Um, good morning. Yeah, it's an early start for us today. I just travelled out from Brighton and meeting in Houston on the way to go and see. It's quite early for you, huh? Yeah, it's not. It's actually <laughs> pretty late for me. It's up at five, thanks to my beautiful child. Um, but actually, if you hear some background noise, it's because we're literally doing a podcast on a train. It's like quite different, it's quite nice. It's the view is good. I just got a romantic shot of you looking, <laughs> looking out the window. <laughs> uh, this, um, this way for me has become quite familiar because I've been a few times to Manchester to watch Fred play the, this game for Manchester United. Yeah, but let's start. What is uh, the topics we have today for us now? Well, we have uh, been working on just trying to bring the best view from what happened the last few days at the club. Yeah, so we obviously, we, unfortunately, we're still scraping the barrel with this prediction challenge. Yeah, this has been a nightmare, but we, we got some, go let's it. say. Our fans last week were spot on. One guy got eight points, yeah. which is more than we've got for the whole season. Yeah. <laughs> uh, however, there's we've stepped to a new low. Unfortunately, it wasn't us, it was one of our fans. So, um, Dean Hubbard, prepare yourself, you're about to be out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll talk about Arsenal v Chelsea. That was okay. the game last week. Yep. Uh, Martinelli, because obviously you raved about Martinelli last week. And unfortunately, you were proved right. Uh, much time discussed. Uh, and then a few questions and talking nonsense in between, as we usually do. Let's go. Let's go. So, um, for us, you know, I think it was a great result. It's a good result, despite the fact, you know, they, 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 they didn't have like um, the previous game, they didn't have a good, a good game. Spoke before, but I played that Stamford Bridge, and um, by the circumstance they were, we can say that it was uh, a good result for them. Yeah. Come out, you know, David Luiz was sent you know, yeah. the first half, I think 25, 27 minutes, yeah. something like that, quite early in the game. And um, do you think it was a penalty? <laughs> it seems like it was, you know. It's I think it's. No, for the defender, it's quite hard position because uh, he tried just, you know, to to recover from a bad pass from Mustafi. I did not work out. He tried to like anticipate the guy, yeah, but Mustafi uh, him up, didn't he? He should be Mustafi yeah. <laughs> you spoke about Rick said that Arsenal fans need to get behind Mustafi, and then he goes and does something like that. How are you supposed to help that? Yeah, the, the previous show we still talk about uh, we talk, we talk about stuff that he you know he had a quite a stable game but um, then for this this particular situation you know he was well I, I'm not much into when um, um, the center backs fans I don't know how how they how they feel when they play too much for the goalkeepers now this is kind of a basic thing you know he, sh- he had a uh, time to do it he should have tried maybe put the ball on the side but uh, he made the, the wrong decision tried to give it back to the goalkeeper but the pass was not good enough it was not strong enough well he didn't get it to um, he 
because he's trying to square it to David Luiz or hit back to the goalkeeper and didn't need them. Uh, it seems like it was to, to Leno yeah. and the pass was not strong enough and um, it caused a big problem for David Luiz because the position he was he had to you know to to run on a longer distance and uh, when got to the ball to to the box normally the the, the, the attacking players have has an advantage on, on this situation and um, end up for penalty for, for Chelsea and a red card for David Luiz. Well, but uh, overall... What do you think about David Luiz as a defender? Oh, sorry, what do well, you think David Luiz's best position? Listen, I think his best position is a, a, a defender, central defender. The point is, um, since his, he came to us, you know, it seems like uh, he's been receiving a lot of criticism. I like him as a, as a player, but he needs like to have like... I think he's a great person. He's a fantastic guy. He's a fantastic guy. You know, as a player, I really like him. I, I, I think he got a lot of personality to play the way he plays. Sometimes he takes too much risk, unnecessary risk. It's, um, and, but when he, he does his job as a centre-back, plays simple, he can, he can do a good job. The point is... Um, because Arsenal has not been playing well over the season, he got all the sticks because everything goes to the def defensive part. As they, they have not been solid in the, in the middle of the park to protect them, give them the protection. Despite the fact that whoever the, he plays with at the back, with sometimes with Socrates, this time with Mustafi, whoever, but they need to have a back, better protection. You know, from the central midfield to cover them, to help them, give the support they need to avoid, you know, uh, the, the attacking players, uh, get through them so easy. And sometimes the, the opponent's midfield drive the ball and pass so easy uh, through them, it causes them a lot of problems. And it's about, uh, in general, I think it's about the team play, um, you know, do a defensive job properly. It's not all about the defenders. This is what I, it's my opinion, regarding the defensive part, not only about David Luiz, because it's easy to point one player, it's easy to pick. David Luiz is not a good player, he's not play well. It's easy to say, oh, the Mustache not play well, so it's not play well, they are not good enough for the club. The point is, if they don't do as a collective uh, team, a good job, you know, everything is, is going to collapse at the back. Yeah, exactly what they have to do. You know, it's, this is what Arsenal have to do if they want to achieve good results. But also to have like um, a stable game in every game. Because they are they haven't been stable for uh, since the, the beginning of the season. What's, what's when you play it when, when your offensive tactics is to do a high press? And if one person doesn't necessarily do that or doesn't do it as far as they can, does that react badly with the rest of the team? And it's, it just upsets it, so it's not you either all got to do it or even though no one does it. Sometimes you can uh, can be late, for example, maybe one of the guys up front starts the pressing to press. Uh, the defenders maybe you are late in the middle and don't go, but if you want it twice, it's alright. I cannot do it all the time. Yeah. Because when the strikes run uh, after the defender to put 
them under pressure. It's the moment, you know, the guys behind him must yen go together. Yeah. Because the straps to get back. if he keeps doing the same thing and the other does not follow him, he stop. It's pointless. Yeah, it's pointless for him to run after the, the players, to run straps after the fans. Anyway, so. <laughs> well, I, I, would, I would rather having them run towards the goal, try to score. This is much is a, is a better situation, but sometimes they have to do it. Yeah. There's no other way, you know, in a collective game, they have to do it, sacrifice a bit for the results. And um, this point of, uh, from the guys behind them, if they see the situation, just make sure they are not too far. To compensate the run, they strike with the sacrifice, they do up front to defend as well. Yeah. This is the point for me. Yeah, no, it has to be clear. Yeah, it has true. to be clear. Yes, so um, Darryl has got sent off. Jorginho uh, has got a penalty. Then what happened to Arsenal? Who equalised? He scored the goal for Oh, it's Martinelli, wasn't it? Yeah. Martinelli's run through, who you've obviously selected last week. Talked about saying he's doing really well, so it's a little bit disappointing that you've been proved right. <laughs> <coughs> Tell us about his game, what do you think about him? Because he's getting loads of press at the moment. Even Ronaldinho spoke about him. Yeah, it's been, it's been nice to see the way he's been playing, what I've said about him before. He's been brave, he's done a good job. Despite the fact he's he's very young, but he's, he's just enjoying his game, he's enjoying his time of, of being at the club. And um, do what he has to do, but it was good to see him score again yeah. in this particular game, you know, where the, the team needs somebody to score. Yeah. yeah. Leading by example, was he 18? Was he 18? Yeah, he was 18. He's young player, so I just got a quote here from Ronaldinho. We as Brazilians are very excited about him and his future. He reminds me of Ronaldo, his first season in Europe. He scored 30 goals, and people are thinking, who's this 18 year old kid from Brazil? Um, I'm sure that this is the first cap is very, his first Brazil close is very again. I'm sure this first Brazil cap is very close. He is ready. Historically the national team has never been concerned with age. If you have the ability and the talent, you'll get the chance. And then the world can see Martin Lee has the talent. So, so great reviews from another World Cup winner. That's a very good quote. He's right, and I think it's not about the age of um, to be selected for the national yeah. team. I think his time will come. Well, it's the opposite of you, you were quite old. Yeah. It's about, it's about um, how you play. It's about how you play. If you're doing well, you should deserve your your space there, a chance. Why not? Yeah, At that point, if you are young or if you are a little bit old in terms, you know, yeah. let's say there. But um, well, something in England we get quite a lot of heads up on because like, I remember when Rooney was, was talking about getting his first cap and first his few caps and joining his first one I think it was the, one of the European Championships and then I think he might have been 16 or 18, 18 maybe and they were asking is he old enough, is he, is he too old, is he not, is, sorry opposite, is he too young, Yeah. is he too young and it seems like the Brazilians who are much better doing this sort of thing just don't care about the age at all, if you're good enough you're old enough. Exactly, Ronaldinho went to, you know, he got his first cup. The, the, the first team, very young, Ronaldo as well, Kaká, 
some others. Well, when it's I not see, a problem because I'd say it's bigger than most men anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like um, it's not a problem for for us in Brazil to give them a chance while they were they are young. It's not a point. I think the point for me, I think for everyone, is about how they play. If they they have the personality to wear that shirt, the yellow shirt, and the desire to go there and do the best um, of their game and to achieve the result and uh, to represent the country. And this is what everyone expects from every player, to, to get that shirt and uh, be pride, proud of uh, being there and make everyone proud of. This is what we expect as a fan. And uh, I'm sure he'll get his chance. I'm sure it's just about him keep doing the job properly, keep improving himself, he still have a know a big gap to improve still a lot to improve you know still have a lot space to improve in his game you you get there you know in every game he plays in every training session improve his game his ability and um, you know for me as a Brazilian it's great to see a young player like him do doing such a great job yeah, I'm really I'm really happy for him yeah it's been a good signing for um, Arsenal as well. It's like something we want to keep. Although Real Madrid is supposed to be sniffing around, between the transfer window for him. Right now? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> they, are the <laughs> they are quite fast. They are quite fast, but I, I don't think now is the point of uh, trying any speculation about that. You know, unless uh, I think I don't. I don't see any point, even for him to think about it. Despite the fact, you know, Madrid is it's a great club, but. Uh, I don't know if you get as much chance as he's having at the at the club yeah. now at Arsenal. Awesome. We've had a good few months. He's not got as big long term. <coughs> Since like everyone, yeah, seems to um, get relate um, spoken about by Real Madrid. If you read everything you read in the newspaper, the good thing is last the other day I think it was Martin Keown has said that um, he's doing a great job. Is um, maybe now is the time for the club building up, you know. For the, the the team around him, yeah. it was quite interesting coming from out in Kion because um, he's a person. Yeah, he's he he is quite positive about the about the team, but also a few times has been quite hard. Well, he's honest, isn't he? You know, honest in his opinion. Yeah, he's always honest. He's always honest in his opinion. But uh, coming from him was it's like a very big compliment. Martinelli have one of legends in English, in English football at all from Arsenal say this kind of thing you know it's a big compliment to him it's something that maybe the the the, the, the team the, the club is thinking about building up he's he's young he's doing well why not let's see let's see so what do you think we spoke about this before who do you think is the strongest about the Formation for Arsenal. Well, they are they are faced a few problems with um, with some injuries, you know. And um, I think if everyone was fit now, let's say we have like uh, Bellerin, uh, Bellerin the right, we have Leno, Bellerin. Would... What? Aubameyang up front, obviously. No, yeah, for sure. Uh, it would be nice to have like Aubameyang. Martinelli, yeah. like I said, or Pepe, mm. together. Say, so where do you think Martinelli fits in? 
I think he can can fit anywhere. But I think on, as a winger, it seems like you know he can play right or left. Yeah. And but he's very smart when the ball is in opposite uh, side. He just come, you know, and, and anticipate um, the center backs. If you see which game was that against, um, uh, for the, yeah, I have seen a few of uh, goals like this, like this. You know, he he just anticipated the center back on the opposite uh, cross. Well, this is one of the things you said about one, one of our first shows. Yeah, was anticipating. The opposite side, watching what's going on the opposite side and making runs accordingly. Yeah, that's one of the things you first said. He's been quite smart, you know. I've seen some uh, the way he moves, you know, when the, the cross, when the, the guys cross, cross the ball, and um, uh, well, having him on this on the side, Aubameyang. Um, so he's been playing more of a forward type of role. Not I think he. The good Slightly thing because he, he he's young, you know. He he got like. Um, Good stamina. He can come up and down as many times we have seen uh, he doing this. And um, let's say having him, Acacedo or Pepe, mm -hmm. Abameyang. What do you think about Pepe? He's he's he seems like he's going to become a very good player for us. No? I think he still needs to to improve. And um, so many times he slowed down the game. Yeah. While keep running with the ball, moving forward fast, and uh, he stopped many counter attacks. Try to give one, two, three times and bring the ball back, dribble, give another another dribble. Do you think that's lack of experience of working and playing in the Premier League? Though? It's possibly. Yeah. It's possibly. Probably. Um, in his previous club, he was used to do this kind of thing. But in the Premier League, the game is fast. When yeah. you go, you have to go uh, forward in the counter attack. Make sure you do it properly, not stop. Unless you don't have anybody to to pass the ball, and then it's fair. You know, not blame the guy, no, not say bad things about it. Uh, many times, you know, he he missed a chance just to drive the ball forward instead of stop the ball. Pass you know, pass somebody else. Exactly. Just go. He got ability. He's fast. He got power. Yeah. Why not try go go forward and try his right foot? As he's playing on the on the right, cross yeah. <laughs> with his right. He has done that, you know. Um, which game? I've, I've well, who they play game before? Chelsea was um, Sheffield United. Yes, he he did a, a really good cross um, from his right, Martinelli. Miss the ball, miss the, miss the a good chance. No, you know, just be confident and uh, try to do this kind do you of think thing. That's possible to play for Arsenal is that the players don't have that confidence to be able to try something a little bit risky. Maybe. So he's just playing safe because he's, because he's just concerned about making a mistake that we spoke about last week. I can, a bit more it can, it can be, but I think on, on his game particularly, it's just about him just go forward in the counter attacks. And don't stop. You got power. Try to be the guys in the run. Because when you stop, you know, they, they go back to their formation and then have two or three players in front of you. Then you have to uh, to age and pass the ball back. You know, this one has I have noticed on his game. But he's a good player. He still need to, to improve on this on this way. Just um, not stop, you know, the counter attack. Just 
try to go forward. Yeah. Yeah. I think having like um, Shaka and uh, Shaka and um, Torreira yeah, that made right, a good, a good game. It's a back yeah. three, back four. Um, I prefer the back four, honestly. You know, I have like uh, Bellerin. Bellerin, um, let's say everyone is fit. Maybe yeah. Chambers, Chambers and David Luiz. On the left, will be the left. Saka is playing now, but... Um, yeah, what do you think about Saka playing on that? I think it's not his best position. You can sit there, but he's doing the same job. I think he's, yeah. he's doing the same job. Maybe Kolosinac, if he's fit. Yeah. You know, he's... Torreira. Yeah. Torreira and Saka. Let's see. Yeah, I got left. Aubameyang. Martinelli. I see Martinelli. In the middle? Yeah, maybe a bit wide here. Martinelli. Pepe. Pepe? Yeah? Yeah. Sorry, I'm saying here, we're writing it down on the train. We're working out the formation here, so I'm saying as you go. Or this one. Probably like like I said. Front as well. Yeah, like I said, maybe you, you can can leave uh, maybe Aubameyang free. He can be up front. It's fine. We're all friends here. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. What I say is we can leave like Aubameyang free to to run and put yeah. like I said up front. You know. It's correct. Eleven. I think this for me is a good team. It's a good formation. Uh, but the point is. I've, if uh, when everyone is going to be fit, and uh, this is is the point for me. Yeah. What do you think about Bellerin as a captain as well? Who do you think should be? Obviously, Jack was captain, and then he was taken out after the incident. Um, do you like Bellerin as a captain? Was he was he a good leader? Well, it's difficult to to, to say that he's a good leader. Was you know, but um, I think he got a good influence in the. Because he's been there for uh, for a while in the yeah. club, and uh, just being back from 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 injuries, it's nice to see him back. Yeah. Would be a good option. Would be a good option. Yeah. But now they they have like Aubameyang is the um, the captain. Oh, Aubameyang is the captain. Aubameyang is the captain. <laughs> yeah, I I think he's he's doing a good job. Oh, maybe I, I would see maybe Bellerin or, or Aubameyang. Yeah. One of those two. I think they are. So we've got four, two, two, two. Yep. Nice. Two with Martinelli and Pepe playing wide. Martinelli and Pepe. It's quite, it's quite interesting, one up front. Two guys, you know, stable at front, and they have four guys that can do this job up front. Score goals. Well, let's not get too excited because if our predictions, there's nothing to go by this formation. Be a shame as well. Yeah, but I had to try. You know. Doesn't make sense to me. The good thing is that. Now on the paper can make these mistakes, no? Exactly. As an <laughs> external coach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just send a photo of this to uh, to Montessori. <laughs> solve your problem, mate. Make sure, make sure you know the the doctors and physio keep everyone fit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just make sure everyone's fit. Uh, what were we gonna say? So yeah, so then we're talking about Arsenal v Chelsea. So then Chelsea went two one up, uh, and Bellerin scored. So I think it was a great win for Arsenal. Um, I think doing it in the way they did with the last minute goal from Bellerin, who was just coming back, 
think it felt like a win for Arsenal, it felt like a loss for Chelsea. I think this was the point, you know. This shows that um, they can they can play a good game, they can have a good game, they can get the results. I think this game against Chelsea proved that um, it's about them just to, to trust in themselves. Uh, they were down to 10 men since the, the first half, you know, yeah. after David Luiz being sent off and they got a great result, as you said, seems like a big victory for them in the end of the game. Consider the, the situation, they they won the game. It's just about them just to to, to believe in themselves. What's it like? So when you get dragged down to 10 men, do you, as a team, do you act, um, do you actively practice and talk about playing against 10 men during the game? You go, right, someone said, oh, this is what we're doing. As a professional, you just know, we've got to stretch the game, keep them running, keep them on their feet. Is there, is that, is there a question in there? I don't think there's a question oh, there. A few times we, we train, you know, when we were like defending against attacking players, have more players attacking the, 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 the defenders, you know, trying to score goals. But, um, it's about uh, being the, doing the, the right composition. I think this is the point. When you are composed, uh, you one thing is is um, you have to, to have in mind because you are going to run after the ball more than than the other team, yeah. which is normal because you are down to ten men. But um, if you were the attacking team. Is there something that you guys... Sometimes it's too hard. Even though if you are an attacking team, play against um, a 10, uh, play against 10 men. And the opponents, many times, they just close, you know, everyone drop behind the ball, make your job yeah. very hard. It can make hard to score goals. Despite the fact, many in many occasions, um, the managers put another strike, another attacking midfield, but sometimes does not work because the other team uh, are defending well. Seems like, uh, for example, in this game against uh, Chelsea, when I when I watched the goals again, you know, the second goal, uh, maybe they could have done better when they considered the, the second goal, but okay, it happened. But uh, in the end of the day, you know, consider the fact they got a um, 10 men early in the game and consider goal could be a lot worse for them. And they could have considered more goals, but uh, they stick to their, to their position and defend quite well, despite the fact they were down to 10 men. Um, this is what happens sometimes. It's not because you are we have an extra man on the field, you are going to score a lot of goals. Sometimes you can lose a game, yeah. even with uh, one extra man. It's, uh, you have to give credit to the, the opponent. We're now approaching Stoke on Trent. No, when leaving us here, make sure you have all well, your luggage and belongings. Just have this. Please ride the step down stop. to the platform. <laughs> we have one more stop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so we. So that's Arsenal against Chelsea. We should probably go through the predictions for last week. Oh, the prediction is still a nightmare. Once again. Yeah. How many points did you score? I, I got one and you got one. <laughs> <laughs> I 
anybody else was better than us? You? Oh. Ben. Ben. The cameraman. Ben, the cameraman. He's yeah. everything. The editor. Uh, everything. Genius. But to be fair, three points. You might have been three points. Uh, and someone called. We'll come, we'll come to Dean in a minute. So, uh, for last week's prediction challenge, it was FA Cup fourth round. And we had Brentford versus Leicester. You had 2 1 Leicester. I had 2 0 Brentford. Um, you got a point. On which game? Leicester versus. Uh, Brentford versus Leicester. Then it was Burnley versus Norwich. We both went for Burnley win. Both of us got it wrong. <laughs> um, West Ham versus West Brom. Uh, both got it wrong. QPR versus Sheffield Wednesday. I got it right because I said Sheffield Wednesday was going to win. Sheffield Wednesday was going to win. You went for QPR 2 0. So actually, what's the score? Sheffield away game. Sheffield Wednesday game. Is it 1 0? I've got three points for that. See? Oh, no, they're not that bad. Oh, you're not that bad. Oh, yeah, well, well that's all. You just got the wrong result. <laughs> I did one point. You're not that bad. No, I'm still shit. Uh, then uh, Southampton Spurs. Uh, you had one all. I had two one. You got it right. Was one one me? Yeah. So you got that. So uh, both of us get a point. Benedict Spalding predicted the right result for the West Ham versus West Brom game. He's, so he gets three points for that, so he's leader this week. And then there was an entry from Dane Hubbard, who actually made you and I look quite good. Yeah. <laughs> he got no points. <laughs> Couldn't have been further off. Help us a little bit. Yeah, exactly. So two make us look good, Dane. Uh, so this week's challenge, anyway, people are still listening and haven't switched off yet. Um, so we have Leicester versus Chelsea. Leicester vs Chelsea, wow, it's been interesting. Just flip a coin, shall we? Yeah, yeah, that's what I... I'll go for 1-1. One, 1-1, one. One, one. I'll go 2-1 Leicester. Uh, Man United vs Wolves. 2-1 United. I'll go... I'll go 2-2. West Ham vs Brighton. That's on bright. At West Ham. Yeah. You want to start? Oh, okay. Uh, I'll go nil nil. One one nil West Ham. Ben, yeah, Ben is not going to be happy with me, but <laughs> uh, Burnley the Arsenal. Wow, this has been it's going to be hard. So oh, let's boy. let's go for. Two one Arsenal. Um, I'll go one nil Burn. Welcome on board one with Avanti West Coast Service to Manchester City. Versus Man City. Stop. Mm. Want to start this okay. one? Okay. <laughs> Twenty eight all. <laughs> Probably a good chance, isn't it? I reckon. What? So I City have done quite scoring quite a few at the moment. Spurs. I've got a great run at the moment, even though they're kind of not really playing particularly well. And the results are a little bit random, like they lost to Chelsea. <clears throat> I reckon 3 1 Man City. 
So the predictions for this week, our prediction challenge for this week is Leicester versus Chelsea, Manchester United versus Wolves, West Ham versus West Ham is Brighton. I thought they were making another announcement. Shop will remain open for a further 15, that's one five minutes. So if you do require any refreshments yeah, before we arrive at Manchester, you can come on to the shop within the next 15 minutes. Thank you. Cheers, Sandra. Uh, Burnley versus Arsenal and Tottenham versus Man City. So get your results or predictions in by Friday evening. Start sharing some stuff. So I'm not sure if Dean will be too happy if he shares video, but we'll share his video. Maybe show Ben Sporting a bit of love on Instagram stories and check out his account. Uh, so yeah, so just a quick one this week due to the amount of time we have available. Oh, one question I was going to ask you. Yeah. Liverpool fans are now calling because obviously they're potentially going through the season unbeaten. That's the announcement. <laughs> Welcome on board Avanti West Ham service um, to. Manchester did you get, when you went and seen on Invincible, Stockport. did you get a special Invincible trophy from the Premier League? If you see something yes. that doesn't look yeah, right, speak to staff. Is it Text British Transport Police on 61016. We'll sort it. Yeah, so Liverpool fans are asking for something similar. What do you reckon? I think if they, if they finish the, the league and beat them, it's quite exactly. fair. Yeah. They deserve it. Yeah. What did you think of the FA Cup? Obviously, we knew what you thought of the Community Shield when you first joined the Cup. Oh, yeah. It wasn't, oh, it's, wasn't that it's great. Right? You know? It's a great competition. Is it big in Brazil? Yes. Is it? It's massive in Brazil. Um, yeah, well, I think um, when we think about the FA Cup, um, even from Brazil, you know, we understand what's the history behind uh, the competition. We give uh, big credits to it, but for me especially, you know, I have done twice. We have won with Arsenal. It was great. It was great. Yeah. It's great time. Great. How many times uh, were you in the final? Two one, times. Two times. One, one, lost one. No. One both. Both. Exactly. Good memory. Learn some new memories. Good memory. You remember that one. You don't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> I do sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I. Now this one, I I do remember. That's no, so good. At Wembley, one at Cardiff. Car right? Both at Cardiff. Cardiff. Both Cardiff. Cardiff. Yeah. I haven't I haven't played at Wembley um, for for Arsenal. I haven't. Played for Brazil. Yeah, for Brazil. Did you play the old? The reopening. No, only the the old the the new Wembley. I never played the old one. Just uh, for the opening of uh, the stadium yeah, against England, one one. So one one. One one. You sure? No, provide cross to you. It's not bad. I just throw that in there. I provide the cross for for the draw. No, for the equalizer goal. Didn't score one against. Yeah, but on the season. See, it's not bad. It's not bad. Not bad. Cool. All right. And obviously, Arsenal, Bournemouth tonight. 
Yeah, Arsenal ball tonight in the FA Cup. It was an interesting game. Well, Katoomba won 3-1 of them against Seagulls, so they've got a little bit of wind behind them. I think this is, um, let's say, every game for, for Arsenal now, until the end of the season, will be a massive game. Yeah. Every game is going to be hard, difficult, they have to, um, to do the, the best as they can to improve themselves as a, as a team. Yeah. But also, um, building up, you know, or make strong their, their confidence to to play better games, to to get the results. This is what they need at the moment. Mm-hmm. Getting their results, I think coming back from the last result against Chelsea, give them like, um, let's say, a confidence to go to this game. Listen, we did a good result, did a good game against Chelsea, got the good result. But um, let's make sure we do the same things again, yeah. cool. in a better way. Okay. Nice. Cool. All right. Well, let's say again, short one this week due to the um, being on a train. Apologies, dear announcements. The sound quality isn't as good as it usually is. Uh, yeah. Good to see you again, mate. Yeah, it's good to see you. Quite different today. Let's get it in a minute. We're trying just to be quite as possible. Just not annoyed anyone here in the train, but. Uh, We've been behaving quite well. No, this is just the, <laughs> just the announcements, you know. Yeah. Just uh, been stopping us a little bit, but it's okay. We'll yeah. see you again, my friends. Yeah. See you in the next show.